Hello, everybody. Welcome to Take the Stage Coaching Podcast, where I help artists successfully navigate the pressures of an artistic career. This is professional life coach Evan Dunn Baritone, and you're listening to episode 59. Is everyone saying no to your singing career? Well, we here at Take the Stage Opera Podcast say toy, toy, toy. Find out what is holding you back so you can stop waiting in the wings and go out and get your standing ovation. There are no forbidden topics here, so get your ticket and find your seat. In Boca Lupo. Whew, what a week. <laughs> it really started to hit me this week that we have a new baby. I mean... I I should say that the exhaustion started hitting me. My work has also been picking up. And um, like we talked about last time, one of my kids is really going through a lot of kind of some emotional stress and some things. And I, I mentioned that we're taking them to therapy and it just feels like we have a lot on our plate. You know, (laughs) is anyone else out there feeling this way? (laughs) So I'm trying to figure out the new balance, you know, Like, I think that's the beauty of the word balance. It's like if you were to try doing yoga on a paddleboard in a lake. Um, Sometimes, you know, you might get some comical effects and and tip over and splash in the water. But the, the waves are going underneath you all the time. The water's always changing and the paddleboard is moving with the waves and... You know, you, you've got to be flexible. <laughs> and isn't it like that in life too? Life is always changing. It's always moving. And we get to learn how to adjust to the new seasons that come and um, recognize how our schedules change and how new balance looks for us at times. I guess we don't have to adjust. We just, we can <laughs> if we choose to feel flexible about it. So the balancing act is teaching me a lot this week. I've actually had um, so many amazing opportunities pop up into my life. And my voice is starting to get somewhere. I'm excited about my new repertoire. My coaching business is taking off. And I can't actually fit all of the things that I'd like to into my life, especially if I want to have time with my family Um, Still be able to take care of my basic needs like eating and sleeping, let alone, you know, other things like exercising, resting, meditating. And I know I'm not unique in this. Um, Can I just quote the Mandalorian by saying this is the way this is the way life is, right? This is the way that it is if you're an artist, This is the way that it is if you want to have a family, if you want to do anything, you know, and commit to it. So I've been trying something new to me. This week I've been practicing saying no. And (laughs) actually it started a few weeks ago. And here's the thing with saying no. I'm sure some of you experience the same thing that I do. You feel bad about it. Someone asks you to do something Um, or an opportunity arises and you feel like it's not the right thing for you at the time or you're just too busy, but you feel guilty for saying no. Do you ever do this to yourself? And here's the thing. I've gotten upset sometimes when other people 
like if I ask them to do something and they say no to me, I'm just such a doer. I'm always plotting and planning. And if you're the type of person who wants to be involved in my projects, then you definitely want to be around me because I'm always putting together projects. And if you don't want to be involved, then when I ask you to join me in singing a concert or putting on an opera in the park, then you might be kind of annoyed at my asking you because then you have to be the one to say no and that can feel uncomfortable. So it is just hard for the person saying no. And sometimes it's hard for the person to whom you are saying no. Setting work and personal life boundaries is tricky for this reason. It can feel uncomfortable. You don't know how people are going to react and if they'll be upset or whatever. But I have a few thoughts on this. When people say no to me now, I have so much respect for them. In fact, people saying no has been one of the main things that has inspired me to start setting better boundaries for myself. And those times when um, I have made myself feel upset when someone said no, you know, I was just honestly erroneously attributing my feelings to how they acted. Like, because they said no, it made me feel this way. So working through my thoughts in those situations has helped me to empathize with those that set good boundaries. And it's made me want to emulate them. And then it helped me to realize that when I'm the one setting boundaries, I'm also not actually responsible for how someone else is feeling. That's their job. <laughs> oh, it means I'm getting mixed up in their um, their job, which is to take care of their own emotional health. And that doesn't mean that I'm a jerk or that I don't want to treat people respectfully because I still have those values. What I'm saying is that I am responsible for myself and they are responsible for themselves. I create my own feelings with my thoughts and they create their own feelings with their thoughts. This is the way. This is how it works. Okay, And if they choose to feel hurt by my actions because I set a boundary that I feel like I need to do in my life, it really is not my problem. Ooh, that sounds so cold and callous just saying it, but honestly, it's true. So yeah, we're going to discuss more about setting boundaries today and um, hopefully doing it kindly and respectfully. Um, and you could write several books on this topic. But I want to cover a few details about boundary setting and what it looks like. First of all, I need to talk about what boundaries are not, okay? Boundaries are not when you have an expectation for how you want somebody to act. The reason that we have expectations for how we want other people to act or what we want them to do is pretty much because we think that if they do what we want, then we'll feel happier or we'll feel something, okay? This is actually what Brooke Castillo calls creating a manual for someone when you have an expectation for them. And very often this manual that you've created in your mind, like, oh, if they do this and this and this, I'm going to feel so good. This imaginary manual you have in your mind, they don't even know that it exists, <laughs> they don't know that you have these expectations for how you want them to live. And they're just living their lives, doing what they think is right. And you're watching them and you're just seething because they aren't doing the thing that you think that they should be doing. 
And you think that if they would just do it, then you would finally fill fill in the blank, whatever it is that you want to be feeling. And so maybe you do tell them, maybe you start kind of nagging them, but ultimately they're still able to make a choice about whether they fulfill your expectations or not. And if you are trying to get them to do it just so that you can feel something, then honestly, you're just manipulating them, right? So remember that this is actually a sign of emotional immaturity. Not that if you have ever done this, that you are immature, because we all do it. But being aware of it and realizing that expecting someone else to do something to make us feel better is not only not really realistic, but it really is a form of manipulation. And it's disempowering because you have given control over your emotional life to someone else. (laughs) So maybe you think, oh, my roommate doesn't do their dishes. And so I'm really mad at them. And so I've started asking them to do it and they just never do it. And so I'm just so mad at them. I'm not going to invite them to hang out with me anymore or something. And that's just not really a boundary. Okay, so let me explain the difference. So there's a manual that we talked about when you have an expectation for someone. And a boundary is not about other people or for other people so much. A boundary is for you. Okay, it's not a way to control other people. It's a way to protect yourself. A boundary is like a fence around your yard. If someone comes into your space, into that fence, um, and that person isn't supposed to be there, then you enforce the boundary and you tell them that you will call the police if they don't leave or if they ever come back, right? And boundaries are about protecting yourself, protecting your family, protecting your time, protecting your emotional self. So let's go back to that example of the dishes. The reason it's not a boundary most likely is because no one has encroached on you or your space per se. Um, They just chose not to do the dishes and you've decided that it means something and that you're going to be mad about it. And you might say, but if they don't do the dishes, then I have to and, and they're making me so mad and that's just not fair and I need to protect myself from that. And you know, maybe it isn't fair, but no matter what, you're still the one who is responsible for your emotions not them. And guess what? You don't actually have to do the dishes either. You could just leave the dishes to fester and eat off paper plates and ignore the whole situation. You could even end up moving out of the house and just leaving all the dishes there. (laughs) That's an option for you. Now, if you like having the dishes cleaned, then by all means, go ahead and clean them right? If that's the thing that makes you happy, then do it. Or you can also talk to them about it, right? But just recognizing that just by talking to them doesn't mean that they are going to do that for you or that they need to do that for you because it's ultimately up to yourself to make yourself happy. And and just because you like having the dishes clean, just remember that it doesn't mean that other people should also like it. And um, one other thought about this. (laughs) Imagine that you've nagged and nagged your roommate to clean and clean and clean, and then they finally do it. Be really honest with yourself. Do you actually feel happy after all? 
which is what you wanted in the first place? Probably not really, <laughs> because you had to nag them to do the dishes, and so you resent them for having to be nagged. So you're still kind of mad at them, right? So all this time you're trying to put emotional baggage on another person, manipulate them to do what you want, and it doesn't really, it just doesn't really work. So a boundary, on the other hand, could be if your roommate is using your dishes and doesn't, doesn't wash them, then you could say, hey, if you use my dishes and don't clean them and return them to where you got them, then you're not allowed to use my dishes anymore. More. Okay, that's a boundary. Someone took something of yours, didn't treat it respectfully, and then you enforce a boundary. It has nothing to do with your feelings. It's just that these are my dishes and this is, this is what we do. Okay, so what about boundaries in the workplace? Uh, most of us have boundaries for how people are allowed to talk to us or to treat us. Like if you're rehearsing a show and the director yells at you for not accomplishing his or her artistic vision, that could be crossing your boundary. Like we generally don't allow people to just yell at us. Okay, and if you are good at setting and keeping boundaries, you aren't going to let their emotional issues, which are causing them to yell at, uh, <laughs> yell at you and other professional adults, you're not going to let their emotional issues determine your emotional situation. You might look at them and say, I don't allow people to talk to me like that. I'm happy to stay here and continue rehearsing, but only if you speak to me respectfully. Okay, And you can certainly have boundaries for how other people touch you, right? Um, what types of costumes you will or won't wear on stage and other things. These are all boundaries that you can set for yourself, okay, for your protection. Again, it has nothing to do with trying to manipulate people into doing what you want so you can feel better. It has everything to do with protection. Now, you can set boundaries for yourself with your agent, with your voice teacher, with your colleagues, really anyone that could potentially come into your space. And we certainly don't allow people to hit us, for example, right? Why would we allow someone to harass us verbally or sexually or anything else? Okay, if someone crosses your boundaries, you have every right to tell them where your boundary is. And what will happen if they cross the boundary again? And they may not like it, but it's not your responsibility to take care of their emotions. That is their job. It is your job, my friends, to take care of yourself. Okay, who else is going to do it? And oh, by the way, you can even set boundaries for yourself. This is what it looked like for me, as I was talking about at the beginning of the episode when I started practicing saying no, okay? Part of me always wants to say yes and do whatever everyone wants me to do. And I think I have to take every opportunity to push myself harder and harder and harder. So realizing that I do have this tendency, I had to sit down with myself and and start coming up with some boundaries for myself to keep so that I can feel safe and so that I can feel taken care of. I set some time for eating dinner with my family and I don't schedule clients or students then. It was a boundary for myself. 
so that I would have time with my kids and time to nourish my body. Okay, I have this is another example. I have a good friend who I like to exercise with him, and he likes to run at five thirty in the morning before he goes to work. And I used to go running with him, and but with this new baby, ooh, it was just a little too much, and I just really hated to disappoint it to disappoint him. But it was not working for me, so I said no. I set a boundary for myself so I could get as much rest as humanly possible. <laughs> Another thing that I said no to was I was offered a touring role in a show that would take me away from my family for several months. Right when we have a new baby, everything that's going on, I realized that to protect the boundary for my family in this circumstance, I decided to say no, and it was hard. And maybe in a, another time, I would say yes, because that balance is always shifting, right? Just like the paddleboard on the waves. And all of us as performers, we just want work, right? But at what cost? So weighing weighing those things is super crucial. So at first, some of these no's that I said, I felt really hard. I felt guilty. I felt that I needed to do things that people were asking me. I turned down some things for my sleep, for my family time, some singing things, etc. And it's just also tricky. But I started to notice a really amazing thing as I focused on my thoughts and why I was making myself feel guilty. As I continued to stand up to myself and say no, I wasn't really standing up to these other people, right? I was standing up to myself. <laughs> I realized that I started feeling cared for. Like I started having a list of things that I said no to, and it felt like a relief. And that, in turn, made me feel proud of myself that I was willing to stand up to an uncomfortable situation and care for myself. What a concept! <laughs> why? Why is this so hard for us to learn as we care for ourselves? Anyway, so in summary, make sure. That you are taking responsibility for your own self today and always. You are responsible for your feelings, not other people around you. Don't try to manipulate them to do things to make you feel better. You can do that, even without, you know, even without them. You can make yourself feel better if that's what you want. And if you do need to create a boundary for your safety, do it. Stick to your boundary, which is the hardest part, right? But do it. It is another way that you can take responsibility for yourself and actually feel cared for. Wow, those are a couple of powerful choices that you can make for yourself. So go out, go out, and start paying attention. Notice your thoughts. Give yourself some space to care for yourself this week instead of either letting others walk all over you. Or giving others power over your emotions, and that goes for yourself. Don't let yourself walk all over you either. <laughs> Take responsibility. Set some boundaries. You are powerful. You are creative. I'm so proud of all the things that you are doing and learning. Thanks for taking an opportunity to care for yourself today. You will be so glad that you did. And while you're at it, go ahead and take the next step. 
sign up for a free sample session following the link in the show notes or check out my Instagram at Take the Stage Coaching. I'm so looking forward to meeting you. Now go out there, sing your guts out, and don't forget to take the stage. In Boca Lupo. Thank you for listening to another episode of Take the Stage Opera Podcast. We love hearing from you, so please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast and give us a review. It helps us to continue delivering quality material. 